0: As the popularity of organized racing spread through the country, the size of the purses increased, and the demand for fast, pedigreed bloodstock intensified. Following their English forebears, thoroughbred breeders and sportsmen wanted visual records of their activities and inventories. As the stability, wealth, and socioeconomic progress of settled white landowners increased in early 19th century America, so did the demand for animal painting, predominantly inspired by English example and tradition. Charles Henry Hall, a New York lawyer whose farm lay in then-rural Harlem, was the first thoroughbred breeder in the United States to request formal portraits of prize bloodstock owned by both himself and others. He commissioned artist Alvin Fisher, a trained landscape and portrait artist from Boston, to document the horses Duroc, his brother, Sir Archie, and his son, American Eclipse, among others, for his personal art gallery. A letter from Fisher to Hall, dated October 1, 1822, states, The paintings which you employed me to execute are finished. Five years later, in 1827, Fisher borrowed some of these thoroughbred portraits from Hall for an exhibition of his own work at the National Academy of Design in New York. These equine paintings were arguably the first important horse portraits to be produced in the United States. On a visit to Hall's residence in 1834, the young Swiss-born artist Edward Troy made a charcoal drawing of Fisher's portrait of Sir Archie. Troy, who was educated and received his artistic training in London, had immigrated to the United States in the 1820s. He would have been readily familiar with the English tradition of equine conformation portraits as popularized by artists such as George Stubbs and John Na Sartorius. Troy was the first American artist to identify a niche market for this genre of painting and to capitalize upon the need for formal likenesses of champion thoroughbred racers. The demand for Troy's work among the thoroughbred breeders and equine enthusiasts of his day can be seen in his prodigious output. Over 300 paintings by Edward Troy have been identified thus far, with more being discovered with each passing generation of collectors. It is due to Troy's efforts moving from farm to farm with his easel and paints that we have a remarkably complete record of the 19th century American thoroughbred horse. Edward Troy's arrival in Kentucky to paint the state's greatest racers and other agricultural bloodstock as evidenced by the plans for the Kentucky Stock Book was serendipitous. Although early Kentucky breeding farms had been set up by wealthy landowners and racing enthusiasts, they were not necessarily considered a dedicated business pursuit or professionally managed. That shift happened in 1849, when Scottish immigrant Robert Aitchison Alexander, the son of Benjamin Franklin's private secretary, took over Woodburn, his family's farm in Midway, Kentucky, to set it up as the first great North American commercial horse breeding operation. Interested in science, like Warfield before him, Alexander also possessed Clay's practical but sharp business acumen, and this skill set proved successful. R.A., as he was known, was educated at Cambridge University in England, and once at Woodburn, he sought to master the latest in breeding and farming techniques, even returning to Europe several times for further study and importing additional livestock into the state. Alexander maintained fastidious breeding records and pedigree documents. He expected other breeders to do the same and set an example that continues in the industry today. It was during a visit to England in 1856 that Alexander bought the great racehorse Lexington for $15,000, setting a purchase price record. Lexington, who had been forced into retirement due to blindness, quickly became the blind hero of Woodburn. Between 1861 and 1878, he was the leading sire in North America 16 times, still a record, and earned a stud fee of $500, the highest in the United States at that time. A grand and beautiful horse, Lexington was also a top model for Troy, who painted him at least a dozen times over 20 years, thereby documenting the aging process of a magnificent stallion. An exceptional sire, Lexington produced two of the fastest horses of the 19th century, Kentucky and Asteroid, both born in 1861. Kentucky was foaled at Ashland Stud, which Henry Clay's son, John, was effectively running by that point. Asteroid, foaled at Woodburn, was Alexander's favorite horse, and in him, Alexander saw his theories and agricultural practices approach as close as possible to perfection. Asteroid retired to Stud in 1866, having won all 12 of his starts earning him the moniker, The Undefeated. Kentucky, with 20 consecutive wins, was equally strong, but a planned race between the two sons of Lexington never transpired. Nearby, in Georgetown, Kentucky, lived R.A. Alexander's close friend, Alexander Keene Richards, the wealthiest horse breeder in the state, who would become Troy's second great patron. An orphan and the heir to Bluegrass Park, Richards was sent abroad to Europe and North Africa by his grandfather in 1851 to learn about horse breeding. According to Alexander McKay Smith, Troy's biographer, Richards and his traveling party were the first Europeans to cross the desert of Paran into the ruins of Petra. Petra. There, U.S. President Franklin Pierce intervened on Richard's behalf with the Ottoman Sultan, allowing for export of two stallions and a mare purchased from the Bedouins, the chestnut stallion Massoud, fold in 1844 from the Anaza tribe, and the gray stallion Mokladi, fold in 1844 from the Terabine tribe in Arabia Petra. Richard sent his new Arabian horses to Bluegrass Park, accompanied by a Syrian groom named Yusuf Bedra, while the Kentucky breeder went on to visit Egypt, Morocco, Austria, Prussia, and Russia. He related the adventures of his trip and his equine purchases in a pamphlet published in 1857, Back in Kentucky, Edward Troy had a steady business with no shortage of commissions from fellow bloodstock farmers around the Bluegrass region. With such popular demand for his work, he was able to perfect his exacting and naturalistic style of painting. Compare his 1840 painting of the mare Ophelia and her full falcon at Duncannon Farm. To another mare and foal picture featuring Roxana and Blarney Stone at McGrathiana Farm that he completed in 1866. By this date, and hundreds of artworks later, Edward Troy had effectively cornered the market in America for confirmation pictures, and those artists who received lessons from him, namely Henri Delettre and Thomas J. Scott successfully followed Troy's compositional formulas.